Today on 10K Saturday, we have Tiffany Corcus. She's a mom, she's a Zumba instructor, and she owns her own home business. I don't know how she found the time to do 10K Saturday, but we're glad she did. Here we go. And now is 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. Hey everybody, welcome to 10K Saturday, our bonus episode. Uh, we've got a really excited guest today. And now, first of all, if you are looking for our regular full-length episodes that drop on Wednesday, um, make sure you look those up on whatever player you're using. These are our bonus episodes where we ask someone a couple of our favorite questions. And we've got Tiffany here, who is one of our bays. Yes. Yes, Hi. I love it. So Tiffany has been listening to the podcast for a while, and we and we used to work together a while back. And I'm so excited to sit with her and take her through the 10K5. I listen and I'm like, I want to be talking with them right now. <laughs> I want to be the guest Googler, and then I got to be on, the, on I'm on this episode. You're on a Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, it's all about you. There's going to be a picture of you up and everything. You have had like 17 lives in the time that I've known you. Right. Let's see. Yeah, because we worked together five years ago. I've been, I'm now in property management, and I'm an assistant manager, so I deal with all the money. So grown up. It is so grown up. I know. So I get, uh, you see like the best of people, and, and you see the worst of people. Okay. And you see people kind of down and out, and you see people like really excited, and so people starting lives. People ending their chapter in wow. life. Yeah, I had, yeah. So you you see kind of the worst side of people too. So do you get yelled at? Yeah. No. A lot. I bet you hate that. <laughs> I'm, I'm feisty though. I know you're feisty, <laughs> but you're also a hard on your sleeve kind of person. Yeah. Yeah, I take it home. That's t- hey guys, don't <laughs> yell at your property managers. <laughs> Especially when when the lease is kind of. A binding agreement. You're not- <laughs> <laughs> There's not, and, and it's you know, it's all like fair housing, fair housing driven. So people are like, can't you make an exception? I kind of can't. Right. Like. Right. I really can't. Oh, that's really rough. Yeah. Because I'm sure I w- you wish you could make the exceptions. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have stories that sound really valid. <laughs> but you cannot. But that's fair housing. No, I get it. it. It's it's to protect people. I get it. So you reinvented yourself. <laughs> you know, not being in entertainment anymore. That's when I got into fitness and decided how, what else can I do to kind of keep myself dancing and keep myself um, entertained. That's where I found, I found Zumba. What do you like about Zumba? Anyone can do it. I mean, it's for anybody. It's really inclusive. Right. There's a basic formula for all the routines. Uh-huh. So it, it's repetitive, and that's why it makes it nice for anyone. It's accessible because it's repetitive. <clears throat> right. And the, the company, Zumba itself, gives you so many tools as an instructor that helps you succeed as mm-hmm. a teacher. You feel alive when you're doing it. It can kind of just be mindless, but you're dancing and you're moving and feeling free. And then... Um, to be the instructor, I'm a big cheese ball, so You're I'm kind of like yeah. performing for my students, and then they get a kick out of it, and it loosens them up, and it's like just this happy hour. And so now you've started a home business, 
and you're super excited about it. I don't want to talk about it too much because there'll be an ad in an upcoming. <laughs> because she purchased one of our ads. I did. But what I do want to talk to you about, what does it mean to you to have a home business? Like, why does it work for you? What are the advantages? What are the things that surprised you about having your own home business and doing it all out of your house? I was really impressed with the sense of community of it all. So even though it's like my hustle, I'm doing it with other women who are that are all behind the same vision. The marketing, this new social media marketing world that we have had to kind of throw ourselves in because of 10K Dollar Day and now you are doing as well. I'm hearing Instagram stories is the jam. Oh, you know what's funny? If we um, post regularly on Instagram story, which we have to remind ourselves to do, yeah. our listens go up significantly do that they week. really and i mean yes they almost double and i'm completely floored by that because in my head instagram viewers don't necessarily equate to listeners but somehow it does how often do you do instagram stories we try to put one one up a day at least mm -hmm. but it, it takes a lot of time which is fine but it's also the only way that you have direct access to your community. And some of our people are Instagram people, some of them are Facebook people, some of them are Twitter people. I like a good sassy hashtag. <laughs> I know it's not what it was meant for. I love a sassy hashtag. I got over it. Yeah. I got over it after the first year. I There's a lot of things I've had to get over, like totes. I used to hate totes. Did you really? Oh yeah. I always loved totes. I used to have a little bit of a snobbiness about slang and about grammar. And that has that has softened a bit. Well, it has to with social media. Yeah, and also realizing that grammar is language and language changes. Do you know what I mean? Like language is communication. And so the way people talk is the way people talk. Totes. Totes. When you are marketing your business, because uh -huh. I know that you are passionate about what you are selling, and I know that you are excited about it. Are you ever hesitant to reach out to people? Yeah, because, I mean, I, well, I don't know what type of objections people would have about a podcast, but... I just, I'm very, I'm very nervous about, like, intruding upon people's lives. And, you know, we're doing this dollar campaign right now, which theoretically would be great. I've literally only sent it to, like, ten people. What? I know. And it's and and Allison is like, you're too apologetic about this project and no one is gonna mind. If they don't want to give a dollar, they just don't give a dollar. But I I also just feel awkward about asking my friends to do I don't know. I don't I don't I'm I'm a terrible I have been surprised at how many people have been like, Yeah, tell me more about it. I think there's just some people that don't just don't want to be sold anything. What I've, what I've liked is some of these people I haven't talked to in so long. And then all of a sudden, so you feel like, gosh, I haven't talked to you in so long. And yeah. here I am like coming out of the woodwork just saying, I'm selling something. I'm selling something. But um, in a couple of cases, it's like, hey, how are you? Like, I haven't talked to you in so long. And yes, I'm selling this thing. And so it has, it hasn't been too bad. And... I just want people to know that when I see their name, I kind of feel like, well, this is kind of an, an opportunity just to, it's like going through your friend list and really and realizing why they're on your friend list. Your yeah. friends for a reason. Yeah, sure. 
So you are legitimately thinking of them while you reach out to them. Right. And yeah. if you want to say no, you can say no. But if you are interested in it and want to hear more, yeah, talk to me. <laughs> I've got lots to say. Yeah. Um, but that's been a nice little surprise, though, that, or, or I guess it's been a surprise that it, it, it has led to some reconnections. I like to ask people who are fearless about reaching out because I am not. So it's not easy. Yeah. Because you do hear no. No is okay. I don't like the risk of someone being annoyed by me. Well, that's what I feel like a no is sometimes. No, sometimes a no is I support you. I can't do it right now. True. Which is, which is a no, but it's not a no to you. True. It's a no to a sale. That's the other thing too is the patience. You've been that customer. Yeah. And then I had... Um, I had some eye surgery. Oh. For sight reasons or for pretty reasons? Well, it was covered under insurance <laughs> because it supposedly affected my sight. So yes, I, I had um, a blepharoplasty. Do you know what that is? No, but it sounds scary. It does? It, well, the blepharo sounds, I don't know. It sounds, okay, yeah, it does. It totally sounds scary. Blepharo sounds like, <laughs> no, blep, is that right, blepharo? Blepharoplasty. Blepharoplasty. If I had to, if I had to make up what that was, because you told me it already it's in your eye, then it's like they had to like shave off your eyelid and reattach it. That's right. No. <laughs> ding ding. No way. They take out your eyelid. That is not real. Our pictures? <laughs> I don't want to see pictures. Allison will totally want to see pictures. I don't want to see any pictures at all of that. But who, I didn't even know I had this issue. But I have been having some issues with my eyesight uh -huh. the past couple of years. So my primary care suggested I go to um, an opto uh, ophthalmologist. <laughs> yeah. Ophthalmologist. Instead of an optometrist. Yes. I'm sitting there. And she just kind of comes and looks at me and she goes, well, I think I got a solution for you. You've got some droopy eyelids. Did you think you had droopy eyelids? Not, not, no, well, no. Like you never looked now. at yourself in the mirror and said, my eyelids are droopy. I didn't know. Huh. I mean, I just kind of thought I was getting older. And, was and here's what's so funny is that um, like once I like got this diagnosis, I would tell people, I... I can get my eyes done with insurance mm -hmm. because the droopy eyelids can infect your peripheral vision. Amazing. Right. My, like, Stephanie, like, she looks at me and she goes, uh, yeah, yeah, you do have fat eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag fat eyes became a thing. So I did. I had the surgery. So you had the surgery. And then it was like, and you were like, the now healing I have to take care process. of my eyes. Yeah, the healing process. It's like one of those things that you kind of would want to wear sunglasses for probably two months, but I'm not yeah. that type of person because I think the sunglasses would have been more weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're like, I've lived with fat eyes all my life. I <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I had, I think it was age. Really? Yeah. And it's just the way your eyes aged was to, mm -hmm. was to give you fat eyes? 
cracks <laughs> an inch out of my eyelids. An inch? Yeah. That's a lot. It's, it was a lot. I can't, okay, I can't wait to see the picture. Wait, which picture? No, just the, <laughs> just of your non-surgical. Of a before and after, okay. Before and after. Yeah. People will be like, I gotta get that Rodan and Fields. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it helps with fat eyes. It helps with fat eyes. <laughs> you guys, look at the picture of Tiffany right now because she's 94 years old and you have never known. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> <But> <laughs> 90% of that is due to Rodan and Fields. 10% is the blepharoplasty. Blepharoplasty. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's go on to our questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so our first question of our 10K5 is what are you obsessed with right now? I am upset. This is funny because I think it's a great segue. I'm obsessed with being a girl right now. Oh, a woman. I love that. Right? Yeah. What do you love about it? I think with just all this skincare and I'm also in like a friend of mine sells um, uh, Monet hair products. I've never even heard of it. it, Yeah, but there are these great hair products and I'm using this great skincare line and, 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 and you just feel kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this great thing for my skin and my hair is looking great and just Mm -hmm. I enjoy putting the blowout cream in and do you know you're liking I'm just taking care of yourself yeah but it's but it but it's all the girly stuff yeah well I mean you you might have male clients that want to buy my first client was a male really yes but yeah I, I I I've always liked being a girl but you know sometimes it you're just like, oh, what's the easiest thing I can do to get ready right now? What is the most minimal makeup I can put on? You say that makes you love being a girl, and that makes me hate being a girl. Wait, which part? All of that, because I am so... Well, no, I'm saying there's times if, that I feel that way. Right oh, now, oh, oh, I oh. feel like I want... You want the routine. I want the routine. Yeah. You know what it really points is, is um, at shows. When it takes me an hour and a half to get ready for a show, and the guys are like in the green room, just like eating chips, <laughs> until it's time for them to put their costume on, and all the women are putting on their just half a glass because I'm gonna drive. Um, all the women are like rolling their hair and doing their thing. And P.S. Guys, women do not get compensated for their makeup or their hair products in theater. So I'm spending an extra however many dollars and have to spend my time because I absolutely would get a note if I went on stage without makeup on. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, so what is on your wish list? Okay, I think you'll, I, I've already told you this. Really? Yeah, but with my son being in theater, uh-huh. it's kind of sparked, you know, this um, nostalgia, I guess. From my old theater days, mm-hmm. my old theater days. Sure. Um, and I want to take singing lessons. Oh, I think that's great. I really do. Why not? I want to. I think you should do it. And he's taking story. My son's taking singing lessons. Yeah. And it has been so much fun, and has brought back so many memories. And I'm like, why didn't I just do that? From I mean, I haven't taken singing lessons since college. Yeah, but if you want to and you enjoy it, then do it. 
Yeah, but why, why haven't I? Because it's been on your back burner because you've been a mom and you've been working and you've had 17,000 jobs like we just talked about. And so (laughs) it probably seemed frivolous to you. I don't know if it felt frivolous as much as it felt, I guess, maybe pointless. Like, why, why would I be taking singing lessons? Right. Unless you were going Unless, to be a singer, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Now I just want to do it. Uh, my voice teacher response to that is that singing can give you a creative outlet. It can give you a communication outlet. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. work on songs that mean something to you and work through things that way for wow. sure. Yeah, I like that. And it also, depending on, on how far you want to take it, it's it's also something that, uh, that there's a little bit of fear around. Because when you take singing lessons, you have to do it in front of someone. Even just one person, that coach. Mm. So even if you don't do it in a concert or whatever, you still have someone there. And the voice is a very vulnerable instrument because it's your body. So yeah. if you're playing an instrument, there's a little bit of a separation between you and the music that's created. You can make tiny little excuses for yourself. So with piano, you know, I don't have a lot of dexterity in my left hand. Therefore, it sounds like this. Or this instrument isn't as good as that instrument or whatever. And with your voice, it's very personal. It's very emotional. And it is literally your voice with like a capital V. And so identifying limitations or not limitations, obstacles can feel personal. I think in a way that an inst- another instrument, a physical instrument doesn't feel. Mm-hmm. So it can be scary to go into voice lessons because suddenly someone can go, oh, you, you know, we need to work on your upper range. And you hear that as I'm a terrible singer. I mean, I used to, I, I, I was getting a degree in musical theater mm. back in the day. Yeah. But I couldn't audition. You got scared? I got, yes. What were your symptoms of scaredness? The shaky voice. Were you prepared? Yeah. So, but your primary... Because I would do... I would take singing lessons. I would, you know, practice my song. And then I would get to that audition and my heart would beat so fast. And I would be so nervous that, like, I would mm-hmm. sing like that. I mean, that. Do you think you did a, a, enough work of centering yourself before the audition? Like, did you have a routine that you would put yourself through to to control your breathing, to control the room. No, I was never yeah. really coached on that. So we're up to the question, what would you do with $10,000? $10,000, I would definitely take my son to New York City. Oh. What would you do in New York with Story? He's not a foodie, so I can't figure out how to spend Make- it there. <laughs> We can't buy anything on the menu, everything on the menu, because, okay. you know, he's going to order the mac and cheese. Um, no, it would be seeing shows, and I, I mean, seeing every show we possibly could, probably. I mean, you could rack up a, a cool, probably 3000 just seeing the shows that are hard to get a ticket to. Well, that's what, yeah, right. We saw Dear Evan Hansen when Did it was Did he like here. it? How old a story? He's, he's 15. Okay. Um, neither one of us knew what to expect. Uh-huh. But before we saw Dear Evan Hansen, he said to me he wants to be a dramatic actor. I d- I'm not really sure where he got that from, but he has so much depth. Where would you give $10,000 away? I mean, I feel like it would have to be something like for theater. Wouldn't it just be lovely 
if you had, if someone, like, okay, so Kelly calls me the other night and she says, I sent her some funny little thing. And she's like, I totally needed that right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, muffin, what's going on? She goes, my nanny quit. What if I had just $10,000 just set aside and you need a new nanny? Yeah. Boom. If you have friends who need it. Yeah. Like an emergency fund yes. for your tribe. For my tribe. I like that. Yeah. If I had $10,000, it would be an emergency fund for my tribe. I'd be like, yes. That's awesome. Kelly, don't worry. I'm going to get you a new nanny. That's so great. That's awesome. I love that's what came to you. I don't know. I feel like I, I have so many friends that, are, that just live paycheck to paycheck. To just be able to help them. Yeah. I love that. That's really generous of you. With your imaginary $10,000. <laughs> I feel like there's a couple people like that where it's just like, this poor guy today just came in and plopped his keys down to the apartment. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm out. I'm, 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 I'm out. We're all out. I'm like, oh, you're moving out? Yeah. You know, I had, they didn't pay rent on time. Mm-hmm. Gave him a three days. Like, well, I, you know, we can't pay and we're moving back to New York and we know you're going to kick us out anyway. So, and I'm like, okay, um, well, let me just kind of explain how it's going to work, you know. But he was so broken. Literally, from the time they moved down here with all these high hopes, and the move started with the moving company stopping somewhere in the middle of the move. The guy quits. The moving guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Takes all the stuff on the tr- off the truck. What? Yes. Because it's his truck. I don't know. Takes all the stuff off the truck. Quits and goes on. So these, this, this poor family's belongings were left out in the rain. And that's how their time in Florida started. Yeah, it's just been disappointment after disappointment. And today he's like, you know, my wife just lost her job. And he, you know, he's... He was trying to get on with, uh, I don't know, it's sad, it's sad, but he was just, I'm like, listen, I've been where you are, it's going to get better, and he just started to weep. He's like, I'm 47, when are things going to turn around? That's tough. That's tough to be around that, too, and not be able to do anything, but if you had $10,000. I had $10,000. That's the type of person I would help. Yeah. There's not many. <laughs> yeah. No, I get it. I get There's it. There's not many in my industry that I'd be like, we all have to work hard. We all have to pay our rent. We all have to do our thing. Yeah. Okay, we have one last question. Okay. What's your happy right now? I mean that I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've been geeking about, uh, geeking out about this all week. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Because you know I'm a podcast junkie. I know you are. I'm so happy you did this. Me too. Yeah, it's been I fun. mean, if I, if I, if I if like for a life happy, I mean, I'm my son being 15 and finding a tribe of his own and it being theater, I know people say, duh, he's yours and Mike's kid. Mm-hmm. We didn't see this coming. We really didn't. And just, he was excited for school to start. He was like, I'm excited about auditions. I'm like, he has no fear. 
So, I mean, that's probably my happy, too, is that he was excited about school to start and that he was excited about just the possibility of theater. Those are my happies. That he has a tribe, he fit, you know, that he has fits in, that he loves it. Yeah. That, do you know he does magic? Him and Mike do magic. This kind of makes me mad. <laughs> Why? Because the magic is good. That's good or bad? The magic is good. Okay. And I am just now seeing this. Okay. A, Mike and I have known each other since 2000. Mm-hmm. We had a baby in 2002. Uh-huh. And I'm just now being introduced and stories just now being introduced <gasps> to this kind of magic. You didn't know that he did magic before? I mean, I knew he was a variety actor. I knew he was good friends with Penn and Teller. But you didn't know. But I didn't know he knew this degree of magic oh wait are we talking like we're not talking about first date magic we're talking like guest contract on a cruise ship magic yes mike knows it how could he not have done this for our child as entertainment (laughs) growing up like i think that's what i'm mad about that's really funny You could have taken, like, the crying could have stopped an hour ago had you done the magic show. (laughs) I like that he just pulled it out of nowhere. That's amazing. Yeah. This summer, they've had these full workshops of learning all these different variety, uh, this different variety of of skills. You realize now everyone in Orlando is going to want to go to the Mike Corcus Variety Act Summer Intensive Program. (laughs) I've suggested this. It's like a week of mime work, a week of juggling, a week of magic. He won't go for it. I know he won't. He won't. Mike, I know you're not going to listen to this, but I feel... Believe me. (laughs) I'm like Mike. Lassoing. He can teach lassoing. Story knows how to do Mike's classic trick now. Mike's classic is he lassos yeah. while juggling and plays the harmonica. Now, I love it. That has been a classic since I've known him. That's amazing. He, my son now knows how to do it. That's so good. And it actually takes a lot of work. I'm sure. Well, it sounds like it. All three of those things sound like a lot of work. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, um, we're gonna close this out. I'm so glad that you were here. And because we talked about marketing ourselves, I will tell everyone uh, that we are running a dollar campaign right now. See how good I am about it? It's to pay for our costs of our gigs this uh, month and next month. You know, we're gonna be in Philly in a couple weeks and we're going to be in Atlantic City at the beginning of September. So here's the deal, guys. If you have a buck, one buck, you can send it to us. There's a PayPal button on our webpage, 10kdollarday.com. Or you can send it to me on the Square Cash app. My cash tag, I love that they call it a cash tag. That's like so smart. Whoever came up with that should get a million dollars. My cash tag is dollar sign, Lulu Picard, L-U-L-U-P-I-C-A-R-T. And here's the thing. If you send us a dollar, we'll love you forever. We just need each of you to send us a dollar and then we can pay for our hotel room. Every single one. However, if you send us $10, you can do a custom shout out or you can plug your business or your podcast or your charity or whatever you want to do for 10 bucks. That's the cheapest advertising you can find anywhere. So take us up on it. If you have any questions, feel free to slide into our DMs 
and let us know uh, what your questions are. And for now, we're going to end this episode the way we end every episode, with friends like us. Who needs amenities? Bye, Tiffany. Bye. That was 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?